Hey, this is Kirk Cameron, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chavel. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chavel. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is actor, TV host, and author, Kirk Cameron. Kirk is best known for his role as Mike Seaver on the ABC sitcom Growing Pains. We talk about his new children's book, Pride Comes Before the Fall, as well as his family and career during this episode. Kirk, welcome to Five Questions. Hey, man, I'm so excited to be on Five Questions. I can't wait to hear what these questions are, and I appreciate you having me on your show. What was it like going to school on the set of Growing Pains instead of in a traditional school setting? It was a blast. Can you imagine having only three hours of school rather than like seven? I woke up in the morning and it it was a weird reality for me because from the time I was 14 years old and started Growing Pains, I was going to an adult job. I was carrying some major responsibility on a television program. And in the midst of all that, I also had to get my school done. So I'm in ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. And we had a little trailer in the back of the set of Growing Pains where I would go in there and we only had to do school for three hours a day. Since I've become a parent and I've homeschooled six of our own children, I know that you can get more done in those three hours of concentrated time than many kids get done in seven hours a day, five days a week. That was the case with me. I loved going to school. It wasn't as long and I I learned a lot. Interestingly, I studied to become a doctor. I never thought this acting thing would last very long, but here we are 35, 40 years later and I'm still going. Yeah, you wouldn't believe I talked to so many actors and actresses and just people in the in the performing arts who set out to become a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant, all these yeah. kind of traditional safe a veterinarian. You know, professions. And then they're like, this isn't for me. I'm going to quit or I won't even, I'll pass the law exams and then just not even go. And then they pivot because they realize, hey, is this something that I really want to do? I need to kind of bring out my creative side. You mentioned family and family is kind of at the heart of what you do. So how have you been able to prioritize family throughout your career? The idea is that everybody prioritizes something. Some people prioritize work because they're trying to crush it and make a million dollars, or they're trying to climb the corporate ladder and feel good about themselves. And God bless you. If that's what you are trying to do right now, all I would say is that usually by the end of your life, even if you're the Rockefellers or you're Elon Musk or you're whoever, most people kind of come to the to the end and they say, you know, there's something about relationships that is primary. And maybe I wish I had spent more time with my kids or more time with the people who were genuinely my friends. And so I think I've just thought about that and I wanna get a jump on that early and say, I want family to be priority. And you just do it. I mean, you, you'll do what's important to you. People can say that, well, I know I should do this, but you know, it's just hard. Not really. If you really want something bad enough, you'll do what you can to get it. You know, if you got cancer and you really want chemotherapy, you'll find it because it's a matter of your life being on the line. You come down to the gift of something as precious as being able to breathe and being able to live on this planet especially in the United States of America with all this opportunity, I say prioritize your relationships, your relationship with God, the one who gave you your life and the relationships with your family, the ones who know you you best and will probably be the ones who are there at your hospital bedside when you're saying goodnight to the world. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. 
I saw PeopleCloud as a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to iSolvedHCM.com. And what point during your career did you learn the importance of humility and how did it change your behavior? It's sort of self-sabotaging to talk about when I learned the lesson of humility. <laughs> That's sort of a prideful thing to say. I think that humility is a prerequisite for living a successful life. It's interesting. I, I came up with this children's book that I just released in June called Pride Comes Before the Fall. And I want to extol the virtue of humility because pride really does lead to the death of relationships. Dan, if you and I were friends and I became so proud that I was all about me and not about you. And I just took over this interview and really just focused on myself the whole time. After a while, we'd be like, hey, bro, it's not all about you. Think of somebody else. And, and that wrecks marriages. That ruins relationships with children. I strive to be humble. And the way you do that is by recognizing that we all have a problem with pride. And I got to be not so concerned about your pride problem, Dan, as with my own. Being in Hollywood, on television, being famous, being popular, all those things increase pride. They feed it like a monster. And so it was the message of the gospel that I heard as a 17-year-old atheist that sort of stopped me in my tracks, rattled me, and made me think about ultimate things like what happens when you die? When you check out of here, what's out there? You know, does living a life of character and kindness really matter? Or is this just a dog-eat-dog -dog world? get while you can before somebody gets it from you. And that began to humble me. And building off of the new book, Pride Comes Before the Fall, what do you want children and even their parents to take away from the book? There's so many good books out there. So much better than the book that I wrote with Brave Books. But what I want them to do is to take back the ownership of the role of parents. I think, not I think, I know we've been lulled and sort of hypnotized into this mindset of we can't educate our parents. We don't know what we're doing as mom and dad. We're not experts with a degree. We need to hand them over to the government for seven or eight hours a day to program their hearts and minds with the right values and knowledge. Where is that getting us? That's pulling us away from what George Washington said are the two indispensable supports for a country like ours with so much freedom. You got to have faith in God and you've got to have moral integrity. If you don't do the right thing from the heart, knowing that God is watching and it matters, well, then all this freedom can be used to harm one another and get for yourself and not take care of others. I'm hoping that parents say that's a job for moms and dads and grandparents. That's not a job to be outsourced to a government bureaucracy who really ends up teaching your children how to be good little lemmings for the state. Little obedient soldiers that just look to the government to be their provider and protector rather than God, the Constitution, and their family. And what's your best piece of career advice? The whole follow your passion thing, that, that's sort of a based on the assumption that your passions are good or that what, what you feel in your heart is really the best way to go. There's a proverb in the Bible that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding or your own passion. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And I found that to be true in my life.
The best things that have ever happened to me were not according to my passions. If that were the case, I'd probably be on the, the cover of the Inquirer magazine, you know, with maybe a, a busted drug deal, you know, with, with a mugshot and a pistol in my hand. What I found is that the best things that happened to me were not according to my passions. I think God led the way. And I, I'm trying to, to learn to walk through those providentially open doors and not try to crash through the ones that he closes. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Kirk. To follow his journey, you can read Pride Comes Before the Fall and find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where he shares his appearances, family, and travels. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Bell, and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes.